Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community News Desk. I'm Jennifer Gannon. On the podcast today, we're talking with Daniel McGuinness from Calorie Cave here in the centre and with Dolores and Derek from the Active Retirement Group. But first, Darren, I caught up with Darren O'Connor from the Youth Services here about what you do and what uh, is involved in Youth Services here. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, so, yeah, Ricky's is uh, the Youth Service and it's based off Rick, Rings End and Irish Town Community Centre. And the Youth Service is funded by the Department of Children, Equality, Disability, Integration and Youth. So under the UBU funding scheme, uh, that's where we basically get our funding. And we get funding to work with 10 to 24 year olds, uh, young people. And we work with the Rings End and Irish Town community. And basically what we do is we work with young people with you know many different needs, the basic community of Rings End and Irish Town, but we also have a particular target groups that we work with. So we, we deliver programs, for, for example, from drop-in programs to developmental type prop, uh, programs. We work on uh, key issues such as, you know, drug and alcohol misuse from young people, antisocial behavior, health and fitness. Uh, well-being is a big one now uh, due to COVID. Mm. And, uh, you know, we do many different things. We use the outdoors as tools. So most of the work, it's very important to realise what we do is it's non-formal education. So it's working in young people, you know, outside the classroom settings. But we're very, everything we do is very structured within the service. So we have uh, clear aims and objectives for each session, whether it be drop-ins, whether it be developmental work or our street work that we carry out too. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's very important. And using the non-formal learning skills are very vital for young people. And mm. it, I think it's very important that we as a youth service, we uh, highlight that for young people to support them in their learning to learn process. Mm. And you were saying there about COVID and just how it affects mental health for young people and what kind of issues are they coming to you with? What, what, what kind of issues did they face during that and now? Yeah, so we kind of went from one extreme to the next. So you have young people who were fairly social before uh, pre-COVID, who really enjoyed going out, went out in uh, in, in large numbers. And w- in the result of COVID now, what has happened is, you know, technologies now, are, young people are fairly dependent again on technologies. So they're not in a rush to hurry out now. So it's trying to get young people out of the house again. Yeah. You know, trying to get them off technologies. Again, youth services had to use technologies and relied on them yeah. during COVID to carry out a service. But now it's kind of looking at, you know, now is highlighting and promoting the outdoors again. Bringing young people, a lot of kind of basic youth work again, which is filling minibuses and uh, getting young people out, getting them out to beaches, just getting them out to the, the outdoors, getting them to start valuing the outdoors again because a lot of people have done that through COVID but I think a lot of young people uh, were, were not able to do that particularly young people living in the inner city mm. you know uh, all Rings End and Irish County just there's some nice walks there some young people have gotten fed up with that as well so it's just you know it really is kind of trying to get them off the tablet get them off the you know the computer console the playstations the xboxes and try and get them back into the centre. And I think, you know, a lot of young people are are doing that now, particularly not only with youth services, with sports, being able to go back up and run and dance and whatever it may be. But I think it's that's that's our kind of obstacle now at the moment. 
is technologies. So you're kind of giving them the space to kind of meet up with each other again, getting given that opportunity and to get out there again and maybe discover what facilities that are available to them here in Ringsend. Yeah, that's it. And it's kind of, you know, starting off with like a drop in space where they can come in with their friends, you know, if they if they want to come in, they want to bring a phone with them, that's fine. But, you know, the youth workers are very much aware of that, that they can, you know, use tools that will get them to pull them down, group contracts. And then also, you know, just identify kind of what are the key needs hmm. of, the, of the young people within them spaces. So they're the spaces, the likes of them and, and your street work provisions. They're the spaces where we identify the needs of the young people. So, for example, if we see that young people are carrying out some antisocial behaviour, we'll do a programme around respect, you know. Uh, some of the programmes we do, the likes of bike mechanics programme. So we're teaching young people how to build bikes, you know, repair bikes. And it really gets them to value the, the actual bikes. Uh, so if they have a bike, they really value it. Also, it, it make people aware of kind of what bikes mean to people in communities. Mm. So I know uh, in, in, in a lot of places around Dublin now, bike theft is, is very Huge. common. Yeah. So I think if you teach young people, you know, the value of actually making a bike and what it means to actually go through a process and value bikes, you know, yeah. it really teaches them then, you know, that this is, you know, this is something that means a lot to people and, yeah. you know, and they're very expensive as well, you know. Yeah. And also just in the, on that, when you're talking about when, you know, sitting down and having a chat with the the younger people as well it's just a lot that's been coming up is about well kind of around mental health but also around really the treatment of you know girls in society at the moment that's a big topic and as well like the mental health of of young men like and where do you like step in on that is yeah it's, it's really big at the moment and i think not just ourselves here in ricky's but all youth services now are working really hard on looking at interventions around you know teaching respect yeah you know respect gender respect and what does that look like so at the moment we're here we're ourselves in the community center we're supporting a project around uh, international women's day and it's you know when people hear international women's day they think of a, a lot of a lot of young girls and women <laughs> working together but it's also males yeah. you know involving the young the young uh, males of the service getting them involved and you know using it as a space to challenge you know challenge society uh, <clears throat> pardon me challenge uh, you know the perceptions that yeah. you know some some young lads when they make a phone call and they drop in and they're looking for their dinner it's, they're ringing their moms and yeah. you're, you're saying why are you ringing your mom would you not ring your dad he doesn't make the dinner you know creating them spaces to like you know just them kind of stereotypes that male and female stereotypes and just challenging them and you need to be challenging the likes of the youth centre yeah we we've a drop in on Thursday night our 14 to 16 year olds and the young girls in the in the group would be making uh you know the snack so they'd be going in whether it's hot dogs whether it's toast but they'd be going in and making it and we say why are you doing that why are the lads not doing that and you know and then the lads we'll do it next week <laughs> the next week comes the girls aren't letting them do it and so but like they're the starting point, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's a starting point. But I think what most importantly is respect, you know, and it's it's respect for all, you know, gender respect, uh, also respect for the disadvantaged populations, you know, uh, equality and just, you know, uh, all. And all it's starting in, those conversations in a safe environment where, you know, they don't feel judged or they don't feel, you know, somebody's looking down on them. I think that's really important yeah. as well. And it just with the this 
everything that the youth services does, it's really trying to promote, you know, as you were saying, getting the young people together, but also making them aware that they are a part of the community here. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, uh, we, we, we look at doing things where we get uh, the young people engaged in the community. So we look for, for example, we're doing programs with the, with the garden club here in, uh, in the community centre. So the young people are, you know, they have a space out the back that's their own garden space. And it really kind of, it, it gives them a sense of ownership. Yeah. And also what it does do is it highlights the importance of kind of what it is to, to grow something from scratch. And it also makes them take pride in, in the space and also the community as a, as, a, as a wider community, that they value their community, not just their youth space or the community centre, but, the, but the, the actual community itself. Mm. So, you know, we, in, 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 in youth work, we look at doing that, you know, making them more civically engaged and just, uh, just promoting their, their community participation. Yeah, just to take pride in yeah. where they're from. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know, when are you here? When can you drop can anybody drop in or what are the times or yeah, when are when yeah. are you around? So basically the youth service is, you know, we, we, we operate a service uh six days a week. So we we can be contactable on uh the website when we're relaunching the website uh but we're contactable on ricc.ie but also we have a Facebook page, which is the uh, Ricky's uh, Ricky's Facebook page and Rings End and Irish Town Community Centre Youth Service Facebook page. And it's it's basically we, we have something going on all week for all young people aged 10 to 24 from from drop ins to developmental programs. But again, our drop in spaces are the spaces for young people to come in and just become familiar with us and the staff. And the drop-in spaces, are, are they here in the community centre? And was there a cafe as well? Yeah, so they, they were here, they're here up to this week, uh, okay. Jen, but then they're going back to Ricky's U Cafe. So the cafe space was closed for the year due to COVID, due to repairs on the roof. So we went back to the U uh, Cafe space on Monday the 7th of February, and then we're, we're operating back from here. There is going to be some programme still that happen here. So we do a, we do a programme in conjunction with Napa's in the community centre, and that's to promote young people's creativity. So and the performing arts school, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, we have a group of young girls that uh, are into dancing, and what they do is they they will perform most of our events throughout the year. So that will that will still happen here. We also support after skills program the staff. So there'll be still a lot of work here, and also in. Uh, in the youth centre itself, the cafe space. And the cafe is just down in Irish Town. Yeah, anyone time. can yeah. pop in, you know, feel free to pop in. Ideally, any time after school, if they come in, there should be somebody there, you know, and you can catch us on all the social media outlets that I mentioned. And if there's a, if they're interested in doing something that maybe you don't offer, is that okay for them to come suggest down, anything? Come or? down, have a chat, have a chat with the youth workers. We're very open to new programmes. And uh, we again, our starting point is the street work, is our drop-in spaces. And then we develop many different programs based on the needs and, and the wants of the young people. That's great. So just is there any future projects that you have coming up? Yeah. So at, at the moment now, we're looking at doing a, a youth exchange. So we have a partner over in Florina in Greece. So we were successful with a funding application uh, with, with Lergos. So we will be carrying out a, an Erasmus Plus program, mobility program, where we'd be taking uh, 15 young people from the age of 17 and over. To Greece, so we'd be doing that at the towards the end of June. So uh, we'd be going over to uh, Active Youth Florina, 
uh, and that will be towards the end of June and then we will be hosting in exchange so it will be it's a two leg exchange so the second leg then will be here in in Ring's End and that will be towards the end of August where the Greek participants will come over here so just amazing 18 people three leaders and 15 young people so we're really excited about that it's their first yeah. it's our first uh you know, uh, Erasmus Plus funded project. So we're really excited about that here. And if the first one goes well, who knows? The world is your oyster then, really. Ho- like. Hopefully it becomes then an annual thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and, and and that's the that's the thing here we want to promote here in, uh, in the youth services that, you know, these opportunities are there for all young people within mm. the area. And uh, this is our first exchange. We'll be looking now next year to take perhaps a younger group over to, to Greece. And hopefully this is an annual, you know, at least an annual thing. We could possibly do two within a year, depending on the interest. So these are the opportunities that we have. And, we, you know, it's really a great way to promote European solidarity also. Exactly. Yeah. So it'd be great, you know, if young people are interested, they want to come down and join the service. Uh, we have membership forms. They will be up on the on the website as well for people to sign up and join. And just just contact us, drop in. You know, it's it's we have a an open door policy. If people want to come down and have a chat, whether you be a parent or a young person, we're always available, and uh, we we can tell you the times that suit the young person you're 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 interested in getting involved. That's amazing, and that's the thing. It's just about you know the opportunities are there, and it's about just trying to create that space for them and to get involved for everyone to get involved for young people and realize that. This, these services are available to them and they're there um, and that's amazing work and if anybody you know so it's available on the website it's on our social media on Facebook they can give us a call here in the community centre or if they want to even drop us an email at rickradio2020 at gmail.com so that's R-I-C-C radio 2020 at gmail.com we can put them in touch with you as well brilliant stuff thanks yeah, so much Darren great. that's thank amazing you. great work thank you bye bye Hello, I'm Derek Buckley, Lord Mayor of Ringsend and Irish Town, and you are listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. And now everyone's thoughts turn into health and fitness at the start of the year and maybe thinking about shedding that any kind of post-lockdown weight that you may put on or just any health concerns that you do have with regards to your fitness levels. We're joined by Daniel McGuinness from the Calorie Cave here in Ringsend and Irish Town Community Centre, and he's going to be telling us about what goes on there. You're very welcome, Daniel. Thank you. We're just wondering what goes on in the Calorie Cave exactly. So the Calorie Cave is like, it's obviously a small community-based gym. Um, So obviously when you first walk through our doors, you'll be kind of like initially met, told what you're going to do. So we've got three cardio pieces that we do. So we have a treadmill, which is basically self-run by you as an individual. So you can only kind of walk on your, at your own speed. So you'll walk, uh, depending on your fitness level. So you basically wear a heart rate monitor in the class and you have like a tile on the screen and you're walking at different intensities all the time. So you're walking, rowing and cycling and then you're wearing the heart rate monitor on your arm and then you walk in different heart rate zones which will basically like push you to try and accru- increase your fitness level so that like overall you're just generally a lot healthier and it's just trying to basically make that your heart and lungs are really efficient so the most important muscle in your body is your heart and you need to try and make that as efficient as possible so that's what we try and do and can you come in if you are a beginner if you've not if you just want to get your fitness levels up as you say or uh, if you're a complete novice like and you're just used to having your walks in lockdown is this something you can do just to add on to that and to improve yeah exactly and that's basically what is the whole concept behind it of wearing the heart rate monitor so 
if I'm in the gym and I do like triathlons all the time and I like long endurance events and stuff like that, and it was yourself that walked in the gym, the both of us can work at the exact same like heart rate zones, the exact same intensity, but at different speeds. So, for example, a moderate effort for you might be a brisk walk, and then a moderate effort for me is probably a run. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So it's all the time is that like when you're in the gym the heart rate monitor is specific to you and only you so there's never an element of like looking around the class and then wondering do we have to go at that speed it's never about that it's mm. only a, it's always as you as an individual does that make sense yeah and you'll see over time that our fitness levels will really increase so generally when someone kind of starts exercise the heart rate will rise quickly and then it'll kind of drop slowly. Does that make sense? Mm. But what we give to the as a guide to air clients when they first walk through the door is that like to like your first goal is to make your heart rate climb slow when you're when you're exercising. But that when you kind of slow down or you kind of stop exercising or you're taking a break within the class or outside the class, that's like your heart rate can recover fast down. So the best example would be if you walked up a flight of stairs, what can happen to generally most most people is that they can kind of get out of breath yeah. really quickly. <laughs> Definitely, then, if you're me. <laughs> yeah, you can get out of breath quite quickly. So that's kind of a guide for us that we kind of say, right, well, next time now, after a couple of classes and you walk up a flight of stairs, see how your breathing is. Yeah, and I ask yourself, am I out of breath? And most likely, when you start class, like if you walk up a flight of stairs, like it doesn't matter how big or how small it is, your breathing rate will probably get a little bit heavier. Mm. But watch yourself over a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden you'll walk up the flight of stairs, and you won't even be thinking about breathing heavy because your fitness levels will be different. So really, it's about like making those small kind of changes, yeah. and the fact that you're saying it's about individuals. So there's no shame around it. It's yeah. not about because I think a lot of people are put off gyms 100%. because they feel yeah. the comparison culture, Absolutely. and they don't want to think that they're the worst yeah. or whatever so that's out of the way here that's not 100%. like this at all when they're in the gym like the way in which you burn calories is everybody different i'm six foot nearly 15 stone and and like i, I exercise every day so there's a vast difference in terms of how quickly i'm gonna burn calories and how how quickly you would be mm. so generally if you're young you're tall and like let's say you have a big like a big frame and you're probably heavy naturally um, you're going to burn calories a lot quicker than someone that is 5 foot 8 about roughly 9 or 10 stones does that make sense yeah. so when you're in the class there's no comparison on calories does right. that make sense yeah so yeah calories is always on you as an individual so mm. if you're older you're obviously going to burn calories a little bit less right a little bit slower does that and make sense and if you're younger then you'll burn them a lot quicker because your metabolism will fire quicker your heart rates can work at a higher intensity when you're younger does mm. that make sense yeah and what's your background? How did you get into doing this kind of thing? I, well, I always had a bit of an interest in like training and stuff like that. Um, and I probably played football for majority of my life growing up. I kind of had like a little bit of an interest in the gym when I kind of started. I probably went with my brother John initially when I was about 17, 18 and stuff like that. And then I went to IT Carlo and I done a four-year degree there. And that was in uh, sports management and coaching and i was doing coaching some national league teams pats ucd and stuff like that and then i worked in a small gym down in clanagale which is another again and like a small community-based gym that kind of got me going mm. and i kind of fell in love with it and i just kept going with it and going with it and going with it. and then when lo- obviously when the lockdown happens and the pandemic all kicked off i got into just kind of doing like cycling some running 
and um, some swimming, open open sea swims with a few lads from the inner city running club. And it just kind of sparked my interest. Mm. And I always said to myself, I said, I'd love to be able to have a training space that I'd appreciate, enjoy, but then I can kind of give back to other people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then, yeah, so it kind of all took off and it was a pipe dream and I walked into the guys here probably last Halloween and I walked into the prefab over there and I looked around around and seen a TV on, lying on a chair <laughs> and then the hamster in my head just started running. <laughs> and so then I was like... Even oh, the hamster in your head is healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, right, four runners, four treadmills can fit there, four bikes can fit there, four hours can fit there. And it was just kind of, I just kind of started piecing it together. Yeah. Just one bit at a time, one bit. And then all of a sudden, last August, I opened. And then I just kind of took off. So That's amazing. Yeah. And have you found that there has been a, a good response to it because of lockdown and because people maybe post lockdown, now they were getting back out there wanting to kind of yeah. increase their fitness? or Absolutely. Just and I think as well, when a lot of people they couldn't go, they like let's say yourself started gym and you came to class you know if you kind of like let's say you went to just like a regular gym and you were kind of like doing resistance training so resistance training is like circuits and lifting weights and stuff like that initially with everybody either they haven't trained in five years or five weeks or five days and they kind of lift weights your body can kind of feel battered you know you get yeah. that real amount of soreness but with doing cardio work, people can be boy and scared of it. But sometimes when people do my class, they'd like text me the next day and go, damn, why am I not sore? <laughs> and that's what it is. Because you're working your heart and lungs all the time, you don't get as much soreness doing mm. cardio type stuff. So when people kind of would like, like bump into me, I'd be like, how do you do sandwich training? It was like, a lot of the stuff I am doing is cardio based stuff. Mm. And I probably don't do enough like kind of strength training. But I'm trying to do an Ironman. Wow. And... To do an Ironman, it's not about lifting weights. It's about trying to get my heart and lungs as efficient as possible to be able to go for 12, 15, 16 hours. Amazing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's kind of what... And I think the reason why people have kind of had a response to my gym or they've liked it or anything like that is because when they first walked in the gym, there's like all different colour zones. And if some people are listening to this and anyone that's in the gym, they'll hear the red zone, yeah? And when they first got on the air runners, I know air runners can sound bad and sound like that, but you basically were only walking on it, you know? Yeah. And a power walk used to be their red zones. Wow. But now their fitness levels have gone that high now that they can't walk anymore. They have to run. They have to run. They have to run to hit the red zones. And before they know it, that like some people used to walk in and like look at the treadmill and be like, I am not I running can't on do that. that. <laughs> I am not running on that. And then I'd be like, I'm saying, I guarantee, give me three weeks. Brilliant. Give me three weeks. And then all of a sudden now you'll see people running for a minute, running for two minutes, running for three minutes. People haven't ran a kilometer in three, four years. And then that's, they're doing that now on a, on a Sunday session and stuff like that. So it's really good. Like, I don't get a kick out of like people kind of like, like losing weight and stuff like that. That's amazing. And that's mm. you as an individual. I'm yes. happy for you. But for me, it's like, it's trying to change people's headspace into being a little bit more resilient. Yeah. So people used to think, I can only kind of do one or two sessions a week. And I'm like, you need to kind of get out of that comfort blanket. Like mm. I just said to you before we started this. When you get out with your comfort blanket, you do the most ground. And that's the thing. You I think people need to change their yeah. perspective because it's not just about losing weight. If you want to lose weight, that's great. Good for you. But it's about being healthier. That's 100%. all. It's not about like, oh my God, I have to lose 10 stone. Yeah. And I think that diet culture yeah. has totally affected, 100%. especially a lot of women's headspace like that. I think, like I think that. as well, with exercise, it's very, much, it's very much like starting a new job, learning to drive a car. Mm. or like bumping into a new group of friends starting a new hobby initially you're scared of it because you're not used to change yeah 
So because your 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 routine is not about exercise and it's not about like so like let's say it's just like walk, look after the kids, manage the house, and then all of a sudden now like you're thrown in one or two sessions in calorie cave or like one or two walks a week, and it's like it's like a bit of a stumbling block at the start. Yeah. But once you can do it for long enough and make a part of your routine, your headspace from going, oh my god, I have to exercise and it's char like it's not that anymore. And now all of a sudden, like it's like Roy, that forty-five minutes in calorie cave or that forty-five minute walk or that forty-five minutes in the gym, that's like that's my time now. Yeah. And your relationship and your headspace changes from going. It's an it's not a chore. It's like something I really enjoy. That's but you just kind of ha- and I always say to people when they come through the gym. Don't be looking at the toil and be going, why am I always in the red zone? <laughs> Just think about building routine. Hmm. That's all I want you to focus on the next two weeks. Get used to training because you need to make change. If you make change and you adjust the change, you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. But the more that you kind of think about exercise as being a chore, you won't really enjoy it. That's so you it. have to change the relationship towards it. And then when you change the relationship towards it, then be ambitious to be... And push yourself a bit further Push yourself then. to yeah. be able to say, right, by the end of 2022, I want to be able to run 5K. But mm. don't worry about anything like that. Just think about making change at the start. And then over time, then make goals. Then make... I always say to the clients, have a personal goal. So if it's like learning how to drive a car, or if you can have a performance goal, can it be like, can I push myself to... Right, I haven't been able to run in about three or four years. Can we be able to run for four or five minutes without nearly dying? So the main thing is just don't be scared. And no. when are you here then in the Calorie Cave? What days are around? We're here Monday to Sunday. Right. And can anybody just drop in and anybody join? Anybody can jump in. It doesn't matter. Like, I have people like, I've one lad that's in the army, you know. And then I've other people that like, that train every day. And then I've people that haven't, like, they're chronic smokers. Mm. There's people that are 18 stone. Yeah. Like there's no there's there's no reason why you should think to yourself, I'm not capable. Yeah, that's because it. Because at the end of the day, the heart rate monitor that is on your arm is only specific to you as an individual. It's nobody else. So when you're in the gym it's like it's not like you're looking at the room and you look at someone and you see like let's say you're forty years of age, yeah, and you look around the gym and you see a girl or a young lad that's twenty one and they're absolutely flying on the mm. ear runner or they're flying on the raw machine, they're flying and you're looking around the gym going or you're looking on the Instagram page and you're saying to yourself oh my god I can't do that it's not about that nobody was able to do that at the start the people that are in them videos were literally when they walked in the gym you know they nearly almost had to take a two or three minute break when they were on the bike but what they done was they kept turning up and they kept being consistent I always used to say in the gym every class I do was be consistent don't be intense Mm. you can be intense for two three weeks it's fine but that's how, then you've got 48, 49 weeks of the year left. Exactly. What are you going to do for that time? Yeah. So you need to be consistent. And I always say, when you feel like you're falling off the wagon, take days off. Yeah. Do one or two strip, do one or two sessions, strip it back, get back to enjoying it again. And then all of a sudden, you're going to see yourself training for six months, nine months, 12 months. And then you're going to be able to have ambitious to go and do things again. And that's what it's about. It's about building consistency and not being intense. Because that's really kind of what we're kind of about at the calorie And it's how much does it cost then to join? So we've different prices. There's roughly off the top of my head. So you get 16 classes for 120 quid. Right. And so you, what you get for that price is, there's all different ones. So you get, for, we're in all the credit packages. So you've got 16 classes. So that's roughly four times a week. So that's so, someone from yourself that would be like really active. Mm. Like you could do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we have look at 12 credits for, which is 96. So that's someone that's like an average gym goer, but is kind of after that like moderate kind of stage. Yeah. And then we kind of have like a beginner package, which is is eight eight or ten credits and that's 76 great and that's kind of like one or two sessions a week 
and then that's fine for them. But you soon you do see fine that like people will like buy the eight credit package or the ten credit package, and then they do two or three sessions, and then but when month two comes, they're like, do you know what we can do three weeks? Want to do more? Yeah. And it keeps pushing them and pushing them and pushing them all the time. Do you know? So but this if this is the motivational chat that you needed, come yeah. down and see Daniel here yeah. in the You're calorie cave. You're more than cave. welcome. You really are. You're more than welcome. Thanks very much for You're that. Very good. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. You're listening to Rick Radio's Community News Desk podcast. As we know, Ringsend is full of great characters, always up for a chat and telling a story. And we're joined by two of those, Derek Murphy and Dolores Timmons, who are part of the Ringsend Active Retirement Group. And they just stopped in to have a little chat with us about what goes on there. So you're very welcome. Um, Just tell us a bit about what goes on. Well, we have at the moment, we're doing well. We have uh, snooker tables, we have two snooker tables. And we're only filling one because we're losing members by the by, by the day, by the year. And we have inside them, we have to keep fit. The latest to be in on today, it'll be on Tuesday. And that's and, in the CY, is it? And that's in the CY in the big room at the back. And they have the music <laughs> and they do their keep fit. And uh, we, had a, we had them going for a while, a good while there now, but uh, for... Uh, we used to do, what was the name of the thing, uh, Dolores, the, the thing we gave? The, the thing you used to do at the, at the back when you keep fit finished, remember we put mat oh. down on the floor? Oh, yes. And we done something else on it. Yeah, <clears throat> a yoga class yeah. or a, it, like it, a, Yes, yeah. we did. We done yeah. that for like a Like a Pilates time. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And in the last year, two years, we're after losing an awful lot of members with this COVID. Yeah. Unfortunately, could, quite a few of them died. Yeah, we've lost four men, and I think we've lost over we've lost over twenty women. Yeah, it's it, like yeah. that. Those two years have yeah. been really hard, and like all the members of our community, and I think on the older community, especially. So really, today we're kind of telling people exactly what goes on for the the active retirement association and maybe how they can join so is it free to drop in to encourage people just to get back involved in the community uh, and see their friends again i think as well because i think a lot of people were you know afraid to kind of go out and mix it and and now we're back up and running so this is back up and running so it's is it free or where can people well, go what and we, what we do is we let them in for about a month now at this stage of the year they don't pay because we haven't had our AGM yet. Okay. And then we put up the money we pay every year. It's working out around about 20 euro for the year mm. for membership. And then we're, we're, mem- we're members of the, the Active Retirement Association of Ireland. So they look after insurance for us. That's all covered. Mm. And when the people come in, we don't ask them to do anything. They just come in, they can have a look around. They can come in for a week or two weeks and whatever they want. They don't have to pay anything. They can pick out whatever thing they want to do and uh, then we sort of break them in on it because we have, uh, as I said, snooker, we have bowls, indoor mat bowling. We had great teams of that over the years, but we have now at the moment, we're struggling even to to get one team. Mm. Very bad we are, gone down membership, but that is. Yeah. Also now with the snooker, we've only got one table and we're lucky to have a game on that once a week where we used to have that every day. We had three tables way back in 2000, maybe, yeah, it was even before that, in the 90s, 1900, 99, 1999, <laughs> or whatever. 
But at the moment, we're, we're down short of, very short of members because uh, during the lockdown with the COVID, we couldn't be open for a good number of times. But then we did get going. But mm. I was trying to advise an awful lot of the members at that time to wear the mask and go out for a little walk yeah. on their own. But, and uh, a lot of them wouldn't leave the house. They yeah. used to stay in the house morning, noon and night. And I said, that's bad because the medical people are telling you to get out and get a bit of exercise, some fresh air, or open the windows and have a good fresh air, but don't be afraid. But um, <clears throat> we started off, the, the Rings and Active Retirement Association started off in 1991. And there was a couple of ladies and men, and I could name some of them, but Una was one of the patients that set was in the initial setting up of it. You know, Una Henry, like you know her, I'm sure. And it was our 100th birthday only last week, or not wow. sorry, the first of the year, January. And I was at that as well, and, and she had a great day. I wasn't there for the day, but I got in to see her the day before, before the lockdown. Mm. She, she was having everything was let laid on for a great send off. Yeah. But nobody from outside could go, go in then. Yeah. So it was only the members. But she told me she had a great time. Good, that's and the main thing. she really enjoyed it. And I've never seen anyone as fit. But she was one of the founder members of that in 1991. Amazing. And it's continued. It's a legacy that continues on to this day. And as you were saying, it's trying to encourage people now to to bring them back into the community and get back involved now after post-lockdown. And Dolores, for yourself, what do you think are the benefits of getting involved in the community at active retirement? Well, first of all, it takes you out of the house. It helps you to interact with other people, which is what we, you know, we need that. It's part of our life. It's part of our chemistry. Mm. Without that, we, as Derek said, we would just sit at home and that's no good to anybody. So I would say to anybody out there who's feeling a little bit apprehensive about coming down, not to worry. It's fine. Yeah. Tell us if you're afraid of anything, if you feel anything's not right or you're too close. You know, we'll explain, we say, well, maybe feel better at that distance, wherever, to begin with. Yeah. After a while, you realise it is okay mm. and you relax and settle down and enjoy all the amenities that is there and that's going on at the moment. And especially for our age, you know, that we can't go travelling all over the country. Yeah. <laughs> but it is lovely. And Christmas time we'll have party, Halloween we'll have party. Um, we, we try to have a party whenever we can. And it's so out <coughs> excuse me some of the ladies will run an outing which is lovely too it's always something to look forward to you're not it's not compulsive to go there every week yeah. you can you're perfectly free come when you feel like it stay for as long as you feel like it that kind of freedom too is very important yeah if you're late not to worry about it Exactly. You know, we women are never going <laughs> <laughs> or being called for something, you know. Well, that I mean, that's the thing. It's just it, it, you can drop in and out at your own leisure. So there's no yes. pressure on you to keep going with a class for you're not tied into something for six weeks. So it's not that pressure and anxiety is, is not there. And so that's very important. Yeah. Once the pressure's not there, people come freely mm. and enjoy. 
yeah that's the main thing is just to come at your own leisure and then enjoy the facilities that you have and to meet other people that's the main thing and I think you know as we're saying after those two very difficult long years it's time now for people to kind of feel safe and to get back to as as normal as they possibly can yeah yeah we have other things as well by the way we do holidays around the country and we do uh, parties yeah. whenever we can I and mean, we do come here now and again because more parties look, than down in street they look after retirement. us very well down here in the community <laughs> centre <laughs> we're always welcome and uh, we get we used to have all the bands and all now but there's one of the bands that we had Tommy his partner died with a heart problem as well on that COVID thing so he's mm. on his own now but and uh, Angel used to come down with us as well she's a very good band as well and we used Great. to have all the bands on it and we used to have a party then maybe Mm, three times, four times a year, we'd yeah, have a party yeah. of our own. So we'd have a, we'd, we'd get the food and all, we'd get the music in, and we'd all have them up dancing and everything else on it. So there's more than ever, uh, lots of things we do down there. And we're only getting back together again now with this COVID going. Yeah, down. so it's kind of like starting afresh and it's starting, starting new. Yeah. And if you want to get involved, or if you have any ideas yourself to about, you know, what you can bring to the the the, play, the the actual active retirement community yourself, you know that will be taken on board as well. You can well, talk yeah. to people, and where can people pick up more information? Where can they go? Is it just in oh, the CY or we open on Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, anytime drop in from two o'clock till four o'clockish. Okay, and we'll be in there, and uh, we used to go in in the mornings as well, but we're the membership has had to fall so bad mm. that we're really struggling to get enough people to do the competition. We're not a competition, but to do with bowling, you need, yeah, you a need minimum a- of six people or maybe eight. So if there is anybody that wants to get involved and, and would like to join a team or would like just to drop in and, as you said, maybe you know take part in a ladies' club or anything like that, just to get in touch and to come down to yourselves. Just from walk in the door because on the ladies will be in there in the afternoon and I'll be playing snooker with my pals. There's a four <laughs> of us there who will meet up with the help of God the afternoon today and the girls will be inside. So we set up the stuff for the girls and they have a great time in there now and... The only big problem I have is trying to get the girls out. <laughs> Guilty. Well, I'm not going to comment too much on that because um, I get my ears clipped from after the evening when I'm going by with a chair or something. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. They're all great in there. like, And uh, we could do with much more members because uh, Anna Hullergrain now just mm. organises the, uh, the weekends away or maybe for a holiday, a couple of maybe for the whole week. Mm-hmm. all around she, she just picks out a place and asks anyone who wants to go and then they just register in with her and pay in we're also looking for to get some grants off different people now but there's a big change as, as well in the uh, Dublin City Council mm. Martin has gone about two or three years I think but we're getting into that now and Barbara Barbara Doyle is my daughter actually she does part time working for us as a secretary so if anyone knows Barbara or nothing like that, just get on to Barbara, she'll kill me. <laughs> no, better off again, just get on to me or come into the CY. Yeah. And I'll even give you my mobile number and if any of you are interested in coming in, just walk in. That's There's no it. problem. And You're welcome. And after having tea, you can have a cup of tea or coffee with you. 
yeah and that's great and that's the thing as you were saying Dolores it's all about making people feel comfortable to get back out there yes Jennifer and also what can happen there too you come in you may or may not know everybody or you might know somebody just slightly but the thing is you sit down and you're chatting away and okay you feel maybe strange the first time and that that's perfectly understandable but as time goes on and what often happens is often women get together and become good friends, maybe two or three. And then that'll carry on outside of the club, maybe go to the pictures or go for days out and together. And that's lovely because, yeah. you know, but if you don't go there, you don't meet these people, unfortunately. That's it. And this is you what out, yes. Rings End is all about, is like the community spirit and coming together. And I think this is a great new beginning, let's say, for the Active Retirement Association. So as we were saying with Derek there, you know, if you want to get involved, just drop in, drop in any afternoon and they'll be there in the CY from Tuesday. So that's what we want. We want to get people back out there again and enjoying Rings End and enjoying the community itself. So thanks a million for your time Derek and Dolores that was great just to Thank finish on that one as well I forgot one as well that we in the weather now picking up a little bit more we have a we, Dublin bus are very good to us they give us a lady from Dublin bus I can't think of her name now I don't go uh, on it because no, I can't remember I haven't the time <laughs> to go on it but they bring them for different tours for a half a day that's great about two o'clock to four which is lovely yeah. yeah and yeah. the girl that's driving the bus is absolutely great for them yeah. she brings them different places Brilliant. And all we do is ring her up and she's there for us yeah. to do that. That's so great. we've a whole lot of little things going and we're hoping this year to get more things going, believe it or not. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming in now. The the Dublin Afternoon Bowling Leagues, the Indoor Bowling Leagues, they're struggling. I'm on that as well, believe it or not, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sorry, girls and boys over in the Dublin. <laughs> I'm the chair and I shouldn't be saying things like that. But if we can get a few members for us as well from our clubs. Great. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the thing. So really, it is a, a just a case of, you know, getting people, getting the message across to get involved and to, to come back at your leisure and join in and be safe. And and that's it. This is all what's going to be taken care of there. And really just a new beginning for the, the actual association itself. So and all the work that you're doing. So it was great. Thanks very, very much. Well, that's, and that's, it'd be lovely to see some new faces. Oh, yeah. And I know that there are people out there who maybe are a little bit lonely and mm. don't know where to begin. Or don't, you know, so this is what you come down to the CY any of these days, Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday. And we'll give you all the information you need. And you'll be so time. very, very welcome. That's great. And you couldn't be friendlier people. You really couldn't. So. Oh, no, I can't. If you could put your nose <laughs> in the door, someone will catch and drag you. And <laughs> I'm only cutting. <laughs> but we are. We love, we love to have a great crowd in. And uh, it, uh, it was originated in 1991. Now, when I joined it, I joined it in two when I retired. I retired in 2001, 2002. I was a member from 2002 on it. And uh, at that time, there was about three snooker tables in there. There was a small table and two big ones. And at that time, you had to wait and put your name on a board to get a game. You might be lucky to get one game. Now we have two tables and one of them is idle all the time. So anyone out there who has a good snooker queue, you don't even need to bring it. We have some in the, in the, the press. Come down for the snooker even. <laughs> get and, involved. Uh, and get involved. That's the whole thing. And it doesn't matter what your age is. As long as you're able to stand up and move exactly. with the snooker, you're grand. 
I wouldn't go into the women now because they are all up singing and dancing <laughs> and everything else. And you have to have a. And anyway, we have a couple of parties coming on this year. Now, haven't been arranged yet, but they are coming through. And we're going to have a, a few outings because I was on to Anna, who lost her husband, Tommy, who was a member as well. And I would love to see them all coming back and getting going again because I'm now members because it's going to get better this year because we're rather having yeah. two terrible years. It will. And the word is out there now. So if anybody wants to join in, please, the doors open. And as you said, there's a range of facilities and there's a range of services on offer that everyone can get involved in. So um, as Derek and Dolores saying, it would be great to see you and it's great to get involved um, in this. So thanks very much for talking to us today. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks very much. Thanks a million. That was amazing. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe, open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. That was Derek and Dolores from uh, the Ringsend Active Retirement Group with all the information about joining up there. Now it's quiz time with the great prize of two free breakfasts from our lovely Karen in the Retro Cafe. Uh, The question is, in what year was Shelburne Football Club founded in Ringsend. Email your answers to us here at rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C radio 2020 at gmail.com. Good luck with that. That's all from uh, Rick Radio Community News Desk today. Don't forget to send us in your news items or any stories to rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C radio 2020 at gmail.com. On next week's podcast, we'll be talking with our own Dylan about the Rock School. But in the meantime, you can catch a lunchtime gig this Thursday, the 24th of February, here at the centre from half 12 to two o'clock with lots of great music, obviously. My thanks to Darren from the Youth Services, Daniel from Carolee Cave, Dolores and Derek from Ringsend Active Retirement. As usual, my thanks to Dylan Clayton and Giacomo on sound. And from me, Jennifer Gannon, have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Stay safe and good luck.